I'm still confused. Colts had a media availability last night. Jimmers say Chris Ballard, Jeff Saturday, the new head coach of the Colts, at least for the next eight games. And I'm a little bit confused. We're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about the Hoosiers, but we're going to talk about Jeff Saturday and Chris Ballard and Jim Irsay a lot more than we're going to talk about the Hoosiers. And the Pacers, they got a win last night. Butler got a win too, three for three last night. Very nice night. The Pacers, 500, really good. Every time the Colts have a media availability with Jim Irsay sitting in the middle, I get confused. And I don't understand exactly what the direction of the franchise is. And more than anything else, I don't know whether Jim Irsay really believes what he's saying or whether he's aware that he's portraying facts that are actually not in evidence. He is not a great witness to his own reality is the way it was put in a direct message from somebody I respect last night. And that's absolutely true. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, November 8th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent and make your initial deposit. The people at BUSR are going to match it in free play at a level of 150% up to $2,500. How about that action? Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live, and that's every weekday at 7 and about 4 in the afternoon. And if you want to donate, donate. We work hard. I, I'm not going to lie to you. We work hard. Uh, let's uh, And I'm going to tell you in a few minutes exactly how you can win a Jonathan Taylor autographed jersey. All right? This was weird. Um, first of all, Jim Irsay is late. A lot. He, he operates on his own time, which I find disrespectful, to be honest. They said 7.30. This thing started at about 8.10. All right. 40 minutes late. That's the way it goes. A lot of people anticipated that. Bob Kravitz walked in about five minutes before it started. Bob Kravitz is a pro. He doesn't waste time just waiting around, he did, you know, being on time. I was there an hour early, right? Whatever. Once this started... It got kind of weird. Jim Irsay talked a lot. Chris Ballard did not talk too much. Jeff Saturday, God love him. He spoke, and when he spoke, the tenor of the room changed. And that's a good thing. And I hope that that happens in the locker room when he meets with the players, because it's going to have to. Jeff Saturday said that he's in the process, was in the process last night, of finalizing who's going to be the offensive coordinator under him for the last eight games. Let's put some things to bed, though. Jeff Saturday did not come here for a haircut. Jeff Saturday is here as the coach of the Colts, and he wants to be the coach of the Colts for the rest of this season and moving forward. He understands that he has no experience doing this, uh, but he said that he's always been an underdog. He came into the league with nobody believing that he could be a, uh, a starting center in the NFL, and he became a six-time Pro Bowl starting center in the NFL. He believes in himself, and that's the first step toward being a good leader. If you don't have self-belief, you have no chance. So there's that. Jim Irsay, like I said, not a stellar witness to his own reality. He, he kept credentialing himself and his ability to select coaches. Said he's never hired a coach who left here with a losing record. And that's absolutely true. Jim Mora 
had a 32-32 and 32 record as the coach of the Colts. All right, that's 500. It's not a losing record. Jim Caldwell, not a losing record despite the 2-14 in 2011. Frank Reich, not a losing record. Everybody extolled the virtues of Frank Reich, which was not uh, unexpected. That's what people do. It's almost like they're in mourning. There was nothing said about why he was fired other than it was time. Jim Irsay said after 52 years in the league, you understand when it's time to move on. It's not about analytics. It's about feel. It's about intuition. Okay. He said that his football hero is Al Davis. Okay. You know, Al Davis, after the 70s and, and early 80s, not a lot of success for the Raiders. I, I'm not sure you want to hang your hat on Al Davis being, being your hero. But that, you know, among the quibbles, that's one of the smaller quibbles. Um, he said that since 2000 or 2002, that the, uh, the Colts are the fourth winningest franchise in the NFL. Now, look, nobody questions the Colts' success from 2002 through 2009. They were unbelievable, right? Uh, Brian, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I, uh, donations always make me feel good. Not because they're donations, just because I know it's a sacrifice for the people making them. It's very, very nice. Have a great day. Have a great November 8th. Uh, so in the first decade of this century, the Colts were really, really good. Second decade, not so much. From 2011 through today, the Colts are 95-90-1. That is not great success. They have not won an AFC South championship since 2014. They've gone to the playoffs twice in the last eight years. Um, Chris Ballard was unequivocal in his praise of Chris Ballard which was, I got to tell you, uh, a little bit awkward. Um, what he said about Chris Ballard and uh, the thoughts that he, he may be, you know, considering replacing Ballard as the GM, he said, there's no question about that. Honestly, it's not even in the consciousness of my mind. The guy's a winner and he's been immensely successful. Well, no, he hasn't been immensely successful. Not by any measure. Has he been immensely successful? Gone to the playoffs twice in six years, assuming this year does not result in going to the playoffs. That's not, that's not immensely successful. Other GMs, you got six teams, or five, because he's completed five years, five GMs who've won championships. They're immensely successful. Bill Polian was immensely successful. Ryan Grigson, in terms of wins and losses, and nothing else matters in the National Football League, was more successful than Chris Ballard by any reasonable mention or uh, uh, measure over the same period of time. And that's just a fact. You know, uh, however it happened, that's a fact. 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. First three years, went to the playoffs twice, two AFC championships. That's in the first two years. Now, the next two years weren't great, but they weren't losing years. Uh, Chris Ballard looked like he was being held hostage on that stage last night on the podium. You had Ursay in the middle, Chris Ballard to Ursay's right, Jeff Saturday to his left, 
And for the love of God, I mean, Chris Ballard said that he and Ursay were on the phone. I don't know what. Chris Ballard feels like a guy that Ursay just kind of has around at this point because, you know, why fire him now? You know, this is an unpleasant period of time for Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard has gone from being the guy who made the decisions and, and got the okays from Ursay to being a sounding board for Ursay as Ursay makes the decisions. And that's not a fun place to be for a general manager. Still prickly is Chris Ballard uh, about being called out for the wide receiver room. You know, said that uh, profanely said that he, he had, uh, you know, knew that he had been crapped on by a lot of the media for uh, the wide receiver room. What do you do? Let it go. What do you do? Look, those three guys have stayed healthy, and that has not been a problem for this team. Would you rather, if you're Chris Ballard, would you rather the media point at you and say, you have spent lavishly on an offensive line that cannot block? Would, would that make you feel better? Would it be more accurate to criticize Chris Ballard for the, the play of the offensive line than the wide receiver room? Sure, but that's not good either. You know, I, I'm not really sure where you're going here because he, he did he say, you know, the offensive line. Well, yeah, the offensive line. It's the most expensive and it's the worst. Simultaneously paying the most for the worst according to Pro Football Focus and their grades, which I know is just a tool. It is not the Bible of evaluatory kind of measures of, of football as it's being played, but it is, you know, unjaundiced, unfiltered, and, and not through a wacky prism, as many things seem to be in Jim Irsay's life. Um, he says that hiring a coach is about identifying analytics or uh, identifying leadership, not analytics. And I totally agree with that, but it seemed to be a shot across the bow of, uh, of Frank Reich because Frank Reich was very tied to analytics. The Jeff Saturday said that Sam Ellinger will be the starting quarterback this Sunday for the Colts in Las Vegas. And is Sunday or Sunday is going to be fascinating because of Saturday, right? What is this going to look like? I don't know. It's going to be fun. I believe in Jeff Saturday as a leader, but there's more to coaching in the NFL than leadership. You got to have a working knowledge of a whole lot of stuff. And I don't know what Jeff Saturday knows, but I'll tell you this. I have confidence in Jeff Saturday's ability to learn, ability to function, and ability to compete. I think he can do interesting things, and I think that he's an interesting choice. But this goes back a long way. Al Davis, Jim Irsay's hero, kept Jim Otto around for a long time, right? They were buddies. Jim Otto was always up in the owner's suite of Raiders games. He was never the head coach. Um, and Ursay says he is fully compliant with the Rooney rule and they will do a full search and they will be respectful of the Rooney rule. And we'll see what happens after these eight games. It could be a complete nightmare. It could be a stunning success. We don't know. What I do know is this Colts football is interesting at a level that is almost impossible to describe.
Not for all good reasons. Obviously, they're three, five, and one. But this is the wackiest, craziest season I have ever seen in watching uh, Colts football and the NFL for a long, long, long time. One thing, like I said, Jeff Saturday didn't come here for a haircut. He is not here to coach out eight games and then advise Jim Irsay as to what this team is and where they should go. That is not what he's here for. He's here to win. Now, whether he does that, that's a different thing. But there's no subterfuge in why he's here. He's here to see if he can win as a coach. That's why he's here. Not coming in to kind of skulk around and look at the locker room and say, oh, you know, this is not a great guy. You got to move on from this guy in this position. Coach is not doing a great job. He's got to go too. Tyler Thompson, thank you very much for the donation. Uh, incredibly appreciated. Uh, we will continue talking about the Colts because it is riveting. All right, I want to tell you how you can win a Jonathan Taylor jersey, autographed jersey, all right? Happy to uh, welcome pristineauction.com to the channel. Pristineauction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site with a AAA or an A-plus uh, Better Business Bureau rating. And Pristine Auction is helping us with another great giveaway. You love our giveaways, so we've teamed with great uh, uh, Pristine Auction to provide one. It is an autographed Jonathan Taylor jersey. Check out the Twitter page. There will be a tweet up today. Uh, a pick of the Jonathan Taylor jersey. All you have to do is head to pristineauction.com and click register it, uh, on top of the page or just follow the link in the podcast description. When you register, use our uh, registration code TAYLOR uh, to be entered. And as a bonus, Pristine Auction will kick in $10 off your first winning auction. Every item on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reputable authenticators. Uh, just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Upgrade your collection of signed memorabilia today and get $10 off the first item one when you use our code TAYLOR to sign up. Again, pristineauction.com slash register or use the link in the show description. Just use the code TAYLOR, capital T-A-Y-L-O-R, and get $10 off your first item one and be entered to win that autographed Jonathan Taylor jersey, the the drawing will be held one week from today. How about that? PristineAuction.com. Great stuff. Uh, Hoosiers, winners last night. They beat Moorhead State 88-53. Mike Woodson not happy with the ball movement. Good. It's early in the season. you got to be unhappy about wins against Moorhead State. Uh, hit 61% from the field, but only took 11 threes. Got to hit threes. Malik Renault, 15-5 and five last night. Trace Jackson Davis, 15-7. and seven. The Hoosiers had 10 turnovers. They played Bethune-Cookman on Thursday night, 8.30, that game on BTN. Pacers last night. They go to 5-5 five and five with a win over the New Orleans Pelicans, 129-122. Uh, Miles Turner with 37-12 and, and three blocks. Got his 1,000th career block uh, last night. Tyrese Halliburton, 20 and 13, 13 assists. And uh, they hit, the Colts did, Edward Johnson, thank you very much, uh, hit 22 of 48 threes. If you hit 22 threes, you're going to win a lot of games in the NBA. Nuggets, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, Gainbridge Fieldhouse, Butler 1 over New Orleans. Not a good night for New Orleans in Marion County. 
as Butler wins at Henkel Fieldhouse, 89-53. Bates with 25 and 11. Let's celebrate some birthdays. My grandmother was born on this day. My father's mother. Happy birthday to Bomb Bomb. That's what we called her. John Weiss, happy birthday. Roger Dunn, Donald Jones, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't drag each other down. And don't drag down Jim Ursay or Chris Ballard or, or Jeff Saturday. We don't know what this thing's going to be. Let's keep an open mind. Let's keep hope within us for a wonderful Sunday of Colts football against Raiders. Hope doesn't cost nothing. But it sure is more fun than being cynical. A lot of reasons to be cynical, but I'm resisting that temptation. We'll talk to you about 4 o'clock this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. Jared, thank you so much. Uh, USI and Nero lost to Mizzou. Mizzou, they, what, a, what a jackass uh, athletic department, for God's sake. We'll talk to you later today.